Let me grab myself a chair. Now, I wish I had the cool spinny chairs that they have on The Voice. Anybody actually watch The Voice in here? There we go. I work with some people who are super obsessed with that show. I've actually never watched a whole episode. Sometimes I just can't hang with those singing TV shows because, like, half the people are bad. Half the people are, like, you know, you got to sit through a bunch of bad people to get to the real good people. But let's talk about this show for a second, The Voice. So who's your guys' favorite judge on The Voice? Kelly Clarkson is a throwback. Jennifer Hudson, Adam Levine. Is that who Adam is? All right. I don't think I have a very good Adam impersonation. I don't think I have a very good impersonation of any of those people. I was hoping someone would say Gwen Stefani because she's the only one that I can like halfway sing like. But let's pretend I'm a voice judge, right? And I've got somebody auditioning behind me. What do they do when they're sitting there in their chair normally? They're silent. Sometimes they're making jokes at the beginning. But once that singer gets going, they're all hunched over. They're all scratching their chins. They're all looking at the camera making faces. But they are listening for the voice. And the voice determines whether or not they're going to turn their chair around or whether they're going to stay facing the direction they are. They don't do anything until they hear the voice, right? They're sitting there listening for the voice. They're waiting for the voice because what they're going to do comes down to what they hear from that voice, right? So tonight, I want to encourage you that at summer camp, you're going to hear God's voice. It doesn't matter if you've heard it before. It doesn't matter if you haven't heard it in years. You will hear God's voice at summer camp. And hearing God's voice is such a valuable thing, just like those judges make their decision based on the sound of that voice, so we make our life decisions based on the sound of his voice. I'm not going to move until I hear him tell me to move. If he tells me to stay put, I'm going to do it. If he tells me to turn around, I'm going to do it because I know he loves me. So I want to encourage you that being at summer camp is an environment that makes it easy for you to hear God's voice. But I want to talk to you tonight about what you can do to prepare yourself even more for that. And you know, my first question to you tonight is what are you expecting from summer camp? I'm expecting to have fun. Anybody else expecting to have fun? I'm expecting to <laughs> not lose my voice on the first night of team competitions. This year I'm really going to put a lot of effort into that. Uh, I'm expecting to eat eat some food. <laughs> I was going to say good food, but I think we should just say food. I'm going to eat some food at summer camp. <laughs> I will have three meals a day. I can tell you that. Now, that's all I can tell you, but I can tell you that. <laughs> we'll have food at summer camp. You know, we'll have fun. I'm expecting to stay up late at summer camp. My, you girls, they usually make me feel cool because actually you usually fall asleep for me uh, before me. And then I'm like, oh, I still got it. I can still stay up late. But what are you expecting from summer camp? We can expect all of those fun things and we will do all of those fun things. But more than that, I want to ask you, what are you expecting from God? at summer camp. Listen, God loves you and he wants to move in your life. Whatever you need from summer camp, that's what he wants you to receive. You know, what are you asking God to do in you at summer camp? I want to look at Matthew chapter 7 as we get started here. And this is so encouraging. It says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. That's good news. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives and everyone who seeks finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. Now listen, this is a promise from God that you can count on. He is saying to you tonight, whatever you ask, 
I'll do it for you. Whatever you need, I'll do it for you. Whatever you're wanting from summer camp, whether that's encouragement or healing or a big life change or some clarity, he's saying to you, I will do it. Whoever asks, receives. But you know, we can flip that around and say, if you don't ask, you won't receive, right? God says, ask me, ask me anything. I'll give it to you. Keep asking, keep knocking, keep seeking me. You'll find what you need. You'll get it. But the flip side of that is to say, but if I'm not looking for anything, well, I won't find anything. And if I'm not asking for anything, then I won't receive it because I didn't ask. So that's what I want to encourage you guys tonight. Ask God for things. You know, sometimes we get scared, I think, to ask God for things because we're nervous that it won't work or that it won't happen or that we'll be disappointed. You know, but I want to stir you up tonight. That's a promise that we can take from his word. Whoever asks, receives. And again, whoever doesn't ask, won't receive. You didn't ask. So tonight, stir yourself. Ask God to move in your life at summer camp. Ask him for what you need. If you need mental stability, ask him. You know, if you need wounds to be healed, ask him. Whoever asks will receive. And we want to let you know tonight as your leaders at the quarry that we are praying for you and we are believing some things for you. And in this message tonight, I just want to encourage you that you can receive what you need from God and you can hear God's voice. We're going to look at John chapter 10 next. Lots of people struggle and they say, I I can't hear God's voice, you know. I can't hear his voice. I try. I don't hear anything. It seems like he's not speaking. But this verse here says, my sheep recognize my voice. I know them and they follow me. And here's another promise I want to bring out for you guys tonight. That if you have received Jesus, if you've been saved, the Bible compares you to a sheep. It's not that flattering, but just follow me here. He says, you're a sheep, and he's your shepherd. And that says, that verse says, my sheep know my voice. So if you know Jesus, you can be confident that you know his voice. Now, here's where the rubber meets the road. If I know that I know his voice, I know my creator's voice, I know my shepherd's voice, why am I not hearing it? Right? That's the question. Okay, I know his voice. The Bible promises me that. I know that the Bible is true. And so as his sheep, I know his voice. But why can't I hear it? And in another passage of the Bible, we find something that's so remarkable, and it's this comparison. Uh, you know, there was a, um, a guy in the Old Testament, he was trying to hear God's voice, and he was seeking God. And it says he was looking for, for God in the fire. And he was looking for God in the clouds and in the storm and in the wind. And he was basically looking, expecting God to be loud. But God said, no, my voice is still and soft and quiet. And there, I think, is the key to sometimes why we don't hear his voice. Because his voice is still and it's quiet, and our lives are often loud. And sometimes we are allowing too many loud things to come into our life and cover up the voice of God so that even though he's speaking, I can't hear him because I've allowed too many loud things in my life that don't matter. I'm allowing my TV to be louder than God's voice, and I'm allowing my friends to be louder than God's voice, and I'm allowing my negative thoughts to be louder than God's voice, but his voice is still and small, and so we need to make sure we're not covering 
bring that voice up. And that's what I want to encourage you guys tonight. We're going to talk about how, how do I quiet those voices? How do I still myself to hear God speak? Because if you want to hear him speak, you're going to have to quiet those loud voices that are covering up his quiet voice. And you know, one thing that is amazing about summer camp, a lot of people get to summer camp and they'll look at me with tears in their eyes and they'll say, I heard God speak for the first time. I heard God speak. And summer camp is a special place, but let me tell you what makes it special. When we go to summer camp, we don't have TV, and we don't have our phone. We don't have our school friends. We don't have our family. When we go to summer camp, we are removing ourselves from these loud voices. We don't have those loud voices at camp. So when we get in that environment where we have made our surroundings quiet so that we can hear God, it's easy to hear him speak. So listen, I believe with all my heart that you guys are going to hear God speak this year at summer camp, but I want you to hear him speak after summer camp too and before summer camp too. And if you'll quiet those loud voices you'll find that you're able to hear his quiet voice. You know, with those voices removed, it's easy to hear God's voice, but you will receive more from summer camp, and you'll hear God's voice more clearly if you start preparing now because sometimes these voices have been loud in our life for so long that they don't just silence themselves overnight, especially the voices up here, right? You're not crazy if you have voices up here. We all have voices up here. There's voices of joy. There's voices of depression and voices of anxiety. And we've got to learn to quiet those voices that are not from God so that we can hear the voice that is his. And so as your leaders tonight, you know, we want to encourage you that we are praying for every single one of you this year leading up to summer camp. And I want to share with you three things tonight that I believe everyone will receive at summer camp. If you ask God for these things and you seek him for these things and you pray, he's going to meet you there with these things. But I think these are three things that are pretty universal. We all need these in one way or another. And the first one is found in Psalms chapter 147. And it says, the Lord builds up Jerusalem and he gathers up the outcasts and brings them home. Isn't that a good verse? I just love that. That's not what I'm talking about. But if you feel like an outcast, you're home here. God has brought you home. He brings you home to himself. You're not an outcast here. Verse 3 says, he heals the wounds of every shattered heart and he sets his stars in place, calling them all by their names. But I want to focus on verse 3 tonight that says, oh, sorry, we can read verse 5 too. It's good. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to put that one on there. Verse 3 says, he heals the wounds of every shattered heart. So that's the first thing I want to encourage you to believe God for at summer camp is healing. And when I say believe, I simply mean trusting God to come through and do what he says. You know, if I say anything tonight like using your faith or believing for something, I just mean trusting God, taking him at his word, looking at these verses and say, hey, if he said it, I know he's going to do it for me. I believe that he's going to do it for me. I trust him. I know that he's not a liar. I know he loves me. So we're believing. That's what I mean when I say we're believing for these things. But I want to believe for your healing. You know, healing can come in a lot of ways. Um, we can receive healing for our physical body if you have any kind of a, a diagnosis or an issue, a longstanding problem. Even if you just have, you know, migraines or, or anything, we can be healed of all these things. The Bible says by the punishment that Jesus took, we have been healed. But what I want to focus on today 
is emotional healing and mental healing. Because listen, your generation and my generation too struggles with that. What did that verse say? He heals the wounds of every shattered heart. And sometimes we encounter situations in our life that do shatter our hearts. And they damage us mentally. They damage us emotionally. And if you feel that way, I felt that way too. But let me tell you that Jesus is going to show up at summer camp and you're not going to feel that way anymore. So believe him for that. Believe that he is going to bring healing to any wound, whether it's a shattered heart, you know, brokenness can be a loud voice in your life. Sometimes we feel so broken that it's hard to hear God's voice. That brokenness is so loud. That pain is so loud. That disappointment is so loud, but Jesus can take care of that. He can heal that wound and silence that voice and make it easy for you to hear God's voice. So we believe at summer camp that the voice of pain and the voice of brokenness is going to be silenced and that you will receive healing. Like I said, any kind of healing that you need, but I'm specifically praying and believing for you to receive any kind of mental and emotional healing. You know, sometimes people don't treat us right in life. Sometimes we bring it on ourselves. I've done that. (laughs) But sometimes it's not our fault. Sometimes people do things to us that we don't deserve. Sometimes people use us in ways that they shouldn't. You know, and that creates emotional wounds. And I've seen people who have gone through their whole life carrying those wounds. Things that have happened to them when they're your age are still affecting them when they're 60. But it doesn't have to be that way for you. Whatever kind of damage you feel like there is inside, whatever kind of hurt, whatever kind of wrong has been done to you, expect God to heal you of that at summer camp. Expect him to take care of that emotional need. You know, I'm so thankful that God can meet our needs in every way. He is our creator. He knows how to handle our emotions. He knows how to handle our minds. So believe God for healing at summer camp. I believe with all my heart that you're going to receive it. The second thing I want to take a look at is in 2 Corinthians 3. And it says in verse 17, now the Lord is spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, emancipation from bondage and true freedom. And that's the second thing that I am believing for every one of you to receive at camp and I'm encouraging you to expect at camp is freedom. We all need to be free. And that says where God's spirit is, that's where we find freedom. Wherever God's spirit is, that's where freedom is. And if you've been to summer camp, you know God's spirit is there the whole time that we are there. Every service, every time of worship, and sometimes, you know, in the dorms and and in other places, God's presence is there and his spirit is there. So you know that you can receive the freedom that you need. You know, I'm believing for you guys to find freedom from anxiety I'm believing for you guys to find freedom from depression and from fear and from rejection and from identity issues, from suicidal thoughts. You know, these things are big, but God is bigger. They are no match for him. If God is for me, nothing can stand against me. So if you've been struggling with those things, I want you to start encouraging yourself, saying, I'm coming to summer camp and I'm going to find my freedom there. Doesn't matter what the issue is, God's presence will cure it all. His freedom takes care of every bondage in every chain. Just like we said tonight, chains fall. What are we talking about? What are those chains in your life? Only you know, but God knows. 
So talk to him about those in the upcoming weeks. Say, Father, you know I've been depressed. You know I've been anxious. You know I've been having these thoughts that scare me, but I am coming to summer camp, and I know that I'm going to find my freedom there because you love me, and in your presence there is freedom. So that's the second thing that I'm believing every one of you will receive at camp is freedom. The voices of those thoughts, the voices of depression and of anxiety and of the lies that come from the enemy, they will be silenced. And when those voices are silenced, you'll hear God's voice. So believe to receive your freedom. Doesn't matter what it was. Maybe it's, you know, residual baggage from past relationships. Maybe it's crazy stuff that's happened in your family. It doesn't matter what the issue is. Get in God's presence and you'll find your freedom. So start thinking like that. Start getting excited about that. It doesn't matter what you've been feeling like. It doesn't matter if life has been hard. Your help is here. You know, when we go to summer camp, it's a powerful environment, and, you know, it's just amazing to see God move in people's lives. But, again, I'm, I'm praying for every single one of you, and I believe with all my heart, if you start talking to God and you let him know what you need, you're going to get it. So tell him, what do you need to be free of? What voices are loud in your life that you need to be free from? And come to summer camp expecting those, because if you ask, you will receive. And the third thing I want to look at tonight is in Jeremiah chapter 33. This is a good verse, too. It says, ask me, and I will tell you remarkable secrets that you do not know about things to come. And this is referencing God talking to you about your future. So the third thing I want to believe for you and encourage you to believe for and encourage you to expect at summer camp is clarity. Because I was your age once, <laughs> and I know that it can be confusing and also intimidating. You know, without God on our side, the future could be something very scary. You know, and the ages that you all are at right now, every single one of you in this room, the decisions that you are making now and in the next few years will have a major impact on your future. You know, you guys are young, but you are required to make adult decisions right now. I'm at the good point in life where, like, I feel like all the hard decisions have been made. That's probably not true, but right now, you know, it's easy. I don't have to decide anything about school, anything about my job. I got through all that. But listen, I know what it feels like to look at all that and feel uncertain. But that verse promises us that God can show us the things to come. He can talk to you about your future. And for me personally, that was one of the biggest things that summer camp did in my life. Um, you know, when I was a teenager, I was not confident in hearing God's voice. I was just learning how to hear God's voice, you know, so I couldn't always do that. I couldn't just talk to him and, and get my answers. It was more like just talk to him and then like get bored after like five minutes and be like, well, I guess he's not talking today. I'm going to go eat. So I was learning to hear God's voice. And, uh, you know, Stuff can be scary when you feel like you don't have a place to turn to get answers. It can be scary when people are asking you, what do you want to do with your life? And you're just like, I don't know. You know, that stuff is intimidating. But that's one thing that was so valuable about summer camp for me is that, you know, I would feel like, well, you know, I feel like I'm called to do this. Or I feel like maybe God is, is telling me this. I feel like this and that and the other. But I would always be unsure. And when I would go to summer camp... 
being in that place was a place where I received clarity and when God could speak to me and say, yes, you're on the right track. Yes, that is what I told you. Yes, you are called to do that. Yes, you heard me right. So if there's confusion in your life about anything, whether that's about school, about jobs, about relationships, about any kind of family issues, you can come to camp and you can expect to receive clarity from God because it says he'll tell us the things to come. You know, God is on your side. He's not holding back from you. Like I said, it's a matter of just hearing his voice, of making quiet the things that are so loud so that I can hear my help and I can hear the voice and I can receive my guidance and clarity because when I'm able to hear what I need to hear from God, I can make decisions confidently and I can know I'm not making a mistake and I can know I'm going to school for the right thing and I can know I'm getting the right job. That clarity will make you confident and it will also bring you success because you cannot make a mistake if you're following the voice of God. And God knows everything thing, he'll tell you what you need to know. He knows everything. He knows everything about everything. And you are not alone. You have the God of the universe on your side. So believe to receive clarity from him at camp. If you're confused about anything, if you have questions about anything, believe to receive that clarity because he's promised us, hey, I got you. It's okay. I'll tell you about the things that are coming. You don't have to be scared. Even when things look uncertain and when things look shaky, I can know that everything's going to be okay because God will tell me what I need to know. So believe to receive clarity. If you have questions about your future, if maybe you feel like, well, I'm called to do this, but I'm really not sure, or I feel like I'm gifted in this area, ask God to talk to you about it. Ask him for clarity, and he'll confirm those things that he's put in your heart. So I want to encourage you again tonight to just believe for those three things at summer camp, to believe for healing, any kind of healing that you need, any kind of freedom that you need, and any kind of clarity that you need because God is there to meet those needs. He'll meet you. And just like that verse that we read in Matthew, it says, if you ask, you will receive. If you knock, I'm going to open that door. If you seek God, you're going to find God. So you don't have to worry about being disappointed. But I want to encourage you guys just for a few more minutes on how to prepare as we go to summer camp. So like I said, we've got about three weeks. And right now, you guys may have some loud voices in your life. I've got some voices that have tried to be loud in my life. I'm shutting those down for three weeks. I am going to camp. I want to be able to hear God. So even me, I'm buckling down and I'm focusing on how can I silence these voices that don't matter? How can I make these loud things quiet? How can I put away the things that aren't necessary because I value what God is going to speak to me? And, you know, like we said at the beginning, God tells us in his word, ask, ask. So I want to encourage you guys over the next three weeks, ask God for what you need. Ask him. Just talk to him and ask him. He knows what you need, but ask him. Ask him for answers and ask him for healings. You know, ask him, and then I'm going to challenge you to do this. Write it down. And next week, we're going to spend some time in groups doing that together. So between now and then, think about what you want to receive for God. Think about what you need. What needs do you need him to meet? And we're going to spend some time together next week writing those down. So ask God for things and write those things down. The next thing I want to encourage you to do over the next few weeks is to silence the voices that aren't necessary. And this is what I'm doing. Personally, for me, um, right now, anytime that I'm in my car, I have committed to pray for summer camp. I don't turn any music on. I don't turn the radio on. Every time I'm in my car, I pray for summer camp. Now, that seems small, but it all adds up. I drive a lot of places. Uh, but what is that unnecessary voice for me? Music. Music. 
Music is loud, right? Music gets in your head. Worship music gets us in the right place and helps us to hear God's voice, but the radio is just loud noise. So I am not listening to anything for the next three weeks that is not worship music, and I'm not listening to anything in my car. I'm spending every minute that I'm in my car praying for summer camp. That's just a simple, easy way to silence those voices. Uh, I want to encourage you guys to do some kind of a fast. So like I just said, a uh, for me, my fast is to give up any music that is not worship music. So a fast simply means that for a period of time, I'm going to choose one thing or more to stop doing. And the time that I would normally spend doing that thing, I'm going to spend with God. I'm going to spend it praying or reading my Bible or talking to him about summer camp. So that could be for many of you TV. That could be for many of you social media. Hello, that's a big one for me. How many hours do we spend on social media? Way too many. You know, it could be some people fast food. Some people give up sweets. Some people will fast one meal a day. You know, if I fast my lunch, then I'm not going to eat lunch every day, but I'm going to spend that time praying. So whatever you feel led to do, do it. But I want to encourage you that even though those things seem small, it makes the biggest difference. I have for several years now, you know, the month before camp, I stop listening to any, any music except the songs we're going to do at camp is personally what I do. And it makes the biggest difference, you know? It makes the biggest difference. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with other music, but you don't realize sometimes how loud that gets and how much it just bogs you down. You know, maybe it's not anything inappropriate or anything that's nasty, but if it's not worshiping God, you know, it's just, it's just heavy. And you don't realize how weighty that gets until you decide to throw it off and you're listening to music that has God's presence all over it all the time. And you're like, oh my gosh, this makes me feel so much better. So I want to encourage you guys to fast something. And I also want to encourage you if you are filled with the Spirit, to pray in the Spirit. Because I like to think of praying in the Spirit and praying in tongues as waking my spirit up. It gives my spirit movement. You know, if I don't do that for a long time, my spirit gets crusty. You guys know how you feel. Have you ever slept all night and then, like, woke up and you can tell you stayed in the whole, like, same position the whole entire night? Has that ever happened to you guys? Yeah? You wake up and you're just like, you're cracking, you're creaking, you're stiff. That's how your spirit gets when you're not praying in tongues. So if you know how to pray in tongues, do it. It will move your spirit. It will wake your spirit up, and it will make it easier for you to hear God's voice. And the last thing I want to encourage you guys tonight is to eliminate any kind of strife and unforgiveness from your life. Because those things are loud, and those things are louder than a lot of things. And if I am mad at somebody that I'm at summer camp with, I'm going to be distracted by that the whole time I'm there. It's going to be hard for me to hear God's voice. It's going to be hard for me to receive what he has for me because I'll be so distracted in my thoughts by how I feel towards that person. So I want to encourage you, if you have any hard feelings toward anybody in this room, if you feel grumpy towards anybody, if you're holding a grudge towards anybody, just let it go because it is not worth keeping your answers from you, you know, and those are things sometimes that seem like they're so hard to let go, but as soon as you do and you just feel that lightness that comes with forgiveness, you're just so glad you did, you know, so I want to encourage you with that as the last thing tonight, you know, spend some time 
praying in tongues, spend some time asking God for what you need, write it down, you know, spend some time in worship, pick something to fast, but remember too to let go of anything that you have against anybody because we don't want that to keep you from receiving from God, amen. So again, I know I've said this a bunch tonight, but as your leaders here at the quarry, we love you, we are praying for you, we are so glad for every single one of you that's going to summer camp. We love you so much and we are so excited for what God is gonna do in your lives there, amen.